What's going on, Walking Dead fans? We are back to review the latest episode of The Walking Dead. Sadiq tries to figure out what's going on at the infirmary. Eugene makes a friend over the radio. Carol and Daryl go on a mission, and villains collide when Negan meets Beta and Alpha in hopes of joining the Whisperers. We're here to talk about all of that and more. Don't click away. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, What's everybody? <laughs> it is a gentleman's show tonight. We are very, very excited to be here. We're joined by all of you in the chat. Unfortunately, April and Krista are not with us, so we don't have the chat up and going right now, but everybody that's watching, what's up, guys? Yeah. Very excited to have you all here. I am joined by a handsome fellow over here, Benny oh, Adams. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What's <laughs> up, guys? Cannot wait to talk about this episode. It was crazy. I'm very excited to talk about this episode as well. Like I said, you guys, we're talking Sadiq. We've got a lot to talk about there. Eugene, mm-hmm. you know, he's making a friend. Eugene could use a friend. Yeah. Uh, Carol yeah. and Daryl, they're going on a mission. Carol and Daryl just sounds like a sitcom. They need to have their own spinoff show. They I do. Swear. Um, and then these villains collide when Negan meets Beta and Alpha. So good. Very tense huh. moment in the episode. I'm very talk about. Uh, very excited to talk about all of that. We've also got our MVP segment at the end of the episode where mm-hmm. we pick our MVP player of the episode. Plus, we've got our favorite kill segment, which we always love. We want to hear your thoughts as well. Benny's got some awesome news and gossip at the end. And Ooh. We've got our predictions. We've got a lot to talk about, We have Benny. a lot. First off, let's start with uh, overall thoughts on the episode. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it, loved it, loved it. This was probably, was it my favorite episode this season? If it wasn't, it was up there. Yeah. I, I give it, I definitely give it an A, de- mostly because it had almost all of my favorite characters. Yeah. Like, I love Eugene. I love Rosita. I love seeing those two. So, it was uh, it was cool. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely enjoyed the episode as well. Um, I liked that there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. but yet it was organized. It was. You know what I mean? There wasn't yes. a whole bunch of like stuff happening, and you're yeah. like, wait, where? What am I following right now? You it was very organized. Follow it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, you, our viewers, are very, very smart with it because you guys are never confused when it comes to watching The Walking <laughs> Dead. But sometimes I do get confused. Sometimes I'm like, where, where am I? What are we doing? I have to like press that little rewind <laughs> yeah. button. I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right, let me, let me start over again. Exactly, because I missed something. But this one was very, very organized. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Sadiq first, really quickly. Yeah. Um. So Sadiq and Dante have this very weird. The two doctors. Uh, at Hilltop Mm -hmm. they had this very weird relationship and I want to kind of expand on it a little bit more because I don't know just talking about Dante really quick I don't know if I fully trust him there's something about him that I don't like I got really excited there yeah no I'm glad you are because I don't know I'm glad you feel the same way that I do when I was watching and the reason why I don't trust him is because he just seems too normal too happy nothing is wrong with the guy <laughs> and like seriously every almost every character that we've met on the walking dead there's there's been something wrong with him this guy is just too happy go lucky yeah. i cannot think of a single walking dead character that we've been introduced throughout all these seasons that is just this happy go lucky type of person with mm-hmm. no problem that they're facing whatsoever and so that's why i just i don't trust him yeah it's weird and he creeps me out he creeps me out too and i don't know what it is and you guys in the chat let us know what you're thinking as well i don't 
no, I can't, like you said, I can't put my finger on it, mm-hmm. but there's just something there that I know, I feel like he would be one of those people that would flip really fast if something went down. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. I like our people to be loyal. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and Sadiq pretty much calls him out too when he's having like this weird moment with, with the baby and then he has this really weird thing that he says about Rosita when yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to check up on her. I'm like, that's weird, dude. Very weird. It's just, you're just weird. You just don't do that. Don't be weird. It like... I'm pretty sure he he knows that him and Rosita had a thing. Yeah, I exactly. And they still are having a thing. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 very very strange. Um so speaking of Sadiq and Rosita, he goes to check up on her because she's still dealing with this stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Uh something that they pretty much insinuated early on in the episode they were hinting at it last episode yeah uh with gamma and the whole walker in the water mm-hmm. scene now do you think that that's what it is i that's that's the first thing that went into my mind same when i when i when i when i started hearing about the sickness and how everyone was getting effective everyone's drinking water we saw that they were polluting the water with walker blood or, right yeah or, or guts or something yeah. yeah so that was that's the only thing i can think of why that they're getting sick yeah well here's my thought and this is just my survivalist instinct Mm -hmm. kicking in and i don't have many of these instincts guys so tune in i have none i have literally none but don't they boil the water before they they drink it i mean isn't that a thing have we seen that though well it would make sense right it would make sense. Because, I mean, if they're just getting water from the river, I would assume that no, even if there was walkers or not, you'd still yeah. boil it just to kill whatever is in it. I I, I have a thought. I'm going to save it for predictions. Okay. But may, this might explain yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, save, yeah. It for, save it for predictions. So Sadiq pretty much gets mad at Dante because there's a whole flood of patients getting to the infirmary. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't call Sadiq over. Do you think that he didn't call Sadiq because he doesn't want to overwhelm him because he feels... Like, he's overwhelmed enough with this whole PTSD thing. No. I think that... I th- I just think there's a bigger plan with that. With Dante? Yeah. I just hmm. think there's a bigger plan. You really don't trust him. I really don't trust him. Okay. You know, he, Sadiq is the guy in charge of, you know, making sure everything is okay. Yeah. He's He's the head doctor. Like, I don't care what you're going through. I... You're the guy that I know that I can turn to to get things better. So he should have known to, all right, all these people are in this room. I need to contact him. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. And that's why I just think there's something bigger that we're not seeing yet. Do you think because Dante didn't tell Sadiq about all these patients coming in with the same symptoms, essentially, Mm -hmm. and not telling him, do you think that Sadiq was in the right when he lost his temper with Dante? Yeah, 100%. Because these are people's lives. Yeah. And he has to, he wants to make sure that everyone is okay. And he knows that he can, um, that he can be that person to possibly save people. Mm-hmm. Just like when he was leaving, he was like, get the berries and mint and all this <laughs> stuff to combat the fever and mm-hmm. to help with the nausea. You know, he knows what he's talking about. So yeah. he needs to be there. I think I like seeing these moments from Sadiq because it really puts in perspective what Carl risked and essentially yes. lost mm-hmm. for this character. I mean, Carl essentially died for Sadiq. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see him in his element 
and right. helping people and being loyal to our group. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, you know, we lost Carl for him, and I'm pretty right. sure if he screwed that up, we'd all be it, really we, mad. Yeah, yeah, we would be really been mad. Like, what was the point? Exactly. And I think Sadiq <laughs> says it really well when he's talking to Dante. He's like, you know, something small nowadays in this day and age in the zombie apocalypse beca- can become really, really bad really fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen it in, oh, guys, forgive me, season four. Five, six with the prison and that whole, you know, outbreak mm-hmm. of sickness thing. So, and Dante, yeah. I mean, and Sadiq wasn't even there for that. So, mm-hmm. he's on the right, he's in the right mindset, though. I completely agree with what he has to say. I mean, right. something small like this can become something really bad really fast. And I'm just glad we're seeing, we're seeing more of him. Yeah. Because we, we've seen him, but we really haven't gone really in depth yeah. of him. Yeah. So it's cool to just see him, like you said, in his environment and how he's able to handle things. Speaking of going in depth with him, this PTSD moment that he has during the episode where he, he's holding a baby and he closes his eyes and then finds himself on the windmill. Did you think that him finding himself on the windmill was a just a vision or a dream? Or did you actually do you think that he closed his eyes and like slept walk? Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. That makes so much sense, though. Right? I was, no, because when I was watching that part, I was confused because I said to myself, what, how does the windmill have anything to do with that moment that happened when he was with Alpha and the others? So maybe he did. Yeah. I I was, I was flat out confused about that. Well, my thing is if he's starting to sleepwalk and he's got the baby Mm -hmm. too, I mean, now you're just putting the the baby at risk. You're putting pretty much everybody at risk because now you're sleepwalking. You don't even know what's going on. Exactly. So he really needs to get this PTSD thing under control. Because the, what was it? The first episode of the season, he's screaming like no other. And then he realizes he's not even screaming. Yeah. So So. clearly it's getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to get this under control. Um, I want to talk about Eugene who... You know, yes. just brilliantly <laughs> upgraded their old radio with the satellite part. So it was good to see from the first episode what Eugene did and what yeah. every the the fact that they risked a whole bunch of stuff for the satellite, even mm-hmm. though Michelle was very hesitant about staying for the satellite, that he used it for a good cause. And essentially what happens is, you know, he's expanded the radio range. Mm-hmm. And there's this moment between Eugene and Rosita before we get to Eugene's other friend, that really bothered me in the episode. What? I feel like I feel like Rosita is and I don't know if it's because, you know, in the zombie apocalypse, you know, friends are are, are very far and few between. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's leading him on. Like you know how he feels about you. You just had this conversation and he, now he's like distanced himself from you and now you're like, well when are you coming back? I feel like it's just a tease tactic and I hated that. I don't think she's leading him on. I think that she and I'm everyone's probably gonna disagree with me on this, but I think she is just finally starting to realize that, you know, she does care for this man. And I, but like cares for him how like cares for him like that or because you know she's I think it I think it can grow I think I don't think it's there like oh my gosh I'm in love with you mm-hmm. but I think there's a little glimmer of that I don't I mean st- here's the thing here's the thing now I love Rosita <laughs> Maybe it's just me and wishful thinking it, see Rosita's one of, she's been one of my favorite characters uh huh. Before she got pregnant. They haven't really been writing her, in my opinion, very well. I definitely need... They're definitely putting a lot more uh, substance in other characters, which is fine. I mean, there's a lot of characters that they have to write for. But 
she's gotten around. And I'm not saying this as, as a bad thing. I mean, good for her, girl. Get it. But you've had Abraham, Father Gabe, Sadiq. Now you're living in a house with the baby and mm-hmm. then all these other people. And now you're like, now you want Eugene to. Like, it's too much. See, and I think she may, maybe she finally realizes, you know, I've been with all these guys. Eugene is the only one that's really... I don't want to say been there because they've all been there, but who just truly cares for me. Yeah. Well, he's also been there for her since the beginning. I mean, her and Abraham and him, they mm-hmm. were just, they were just a trio for the longest. So right. I can see why they're that, there's that bond there, but I just, it's just, it's just weird to me. I, I just don't, I just don't like it. Let her, let him heal. Let him... And then they're, they're also away. They've always been, they've been together. Yeah. And so now they're, they're both apart and she's realizing, you know, what it's like when he's not there and she misses that. Which is sweet in a, if it's a friend <laughs> thing, but I feel right. like she's like leaning on that more than a friend thing. And I don't yeah. like that. That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> so not only is Eugene dealing with Rosita and her neediness, mm-hmm. but... Another woman comes through when he opens to all the channels, and essentially they, Eugene tries to get really personal really quick, yeah. uh, which knowing Eugene, he lacks social skills, and the woman pretty much puts him in his place very quickly. She's like, you know, we don't know each other, like, let's yeah. just keep it informal right now. Mm-hmm. And they have this pretty much this whole conversation about where they're from and things they like to do and stuff yeah. like that. Do you think they were flirting? Uh, well, Eugene definitely was. Mm-hmm. I don't trust the uh, the woman. Not at all. Not one bit. So I think she was play flirting. Mm. I don't... Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. And I'm glad that you're on the same page as me because I thought the exact same thing. And I was really mad at Eugene when he wanted to get personal really quick. Like, do you, have you not... Like, Eugene has been there. Like, he's seen mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that they've been through, especially since it's been, like, six years of this time jump. Right. So, why does he think that he could just give up everything? I wasn't mad at him. Well, I I was... I was disappointed, obviously, yeah. because, you know, you, you can see what the possible outcome of him doing that is. But I uh, I understood why he was doing it. You know, the guy just wants some loving. Yeah. You know, he does. He, oh, it's all he wants. At the beginning of the episode, um, you see him talking to, I forgot. The her, woman. I forgot. Her yeah. Name well. You see him talking. But and you can tell he just wants her company. Yeah. And she just walks away and she you can tell she's a little weirded out by him and <laughs> he just wants some good just someone that can understand him yeah. and so he finally meets this one woman and it's just like wow this woman understands me i am going to choose to believe that she is a safe person that i can trust and that's what's going on in his mind in my opinion. No, I, and I hear you. I just think that they have too much to lose mm-hmm. in opening things up too quickly. I'm like, she's not going anywhere. I mean, keep the keep the radio open. Keep talking to her, which is essentially what he said. But right. I just don't understand why Eugene would be like, oh, yeah, I'm down to share specifics. Are you? It just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. And the one thing that really stood out to me about this woman over the walkie, uh, over the radio, is, you know, she essentially tells him, you know, she wants it to keep. She wants to keep it between them, this conversation. That should have been the red flag. Right. And she says if she talks to anybody else, she's not going to trust him. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird. That's the only thing I didn't like right there. Because that even 
how no matter how bad you just want someone mm-hmm. to just talk to, that should have been twenty red flags right, right there. Because in my mind, if she was you know getting to know Eugene, wouldn't you want to get to know the group that he's with as well? So exactly. if there was somebody else on the walkie or the radio that you could talk to, wouldn't you want to feel them out too? Like to isolate and single out this one person, right. I feel like she's just trapping him into something. What she said is something that I feel you would say to like a kid because a kid would believe that. Yes. And so it's kind of on that part, I I am a little annoyed if Eugene does fall for that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, before we get into Carol and Daryl's storyline, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to shoot it over to Benny for a few words. Yes, so we here at AfterBuzz TV just want to thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And in order for us to grow, we need your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five star. Working at AfterBuzz means so much to us, and we just want to continue to learn and grow. So go ahead, leave us a comment if you're in the live chat, and we might be able to get into it. And we just want to continue to give you guys amazing, good content. Yeah, we're very excited. We love doing the show, you guys. We do the show for you. Now, I can see the chat a little tiny bit up on our bigger screen up there, but I can't really give shout-outs because I can't I can see if it's too small. Ryan, our wonderful engineer, is actually going to do some shout-outs because he's the best. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, we got uh, Paper City Gamer Jeff uh, in the chat. Also, Glovis Jomo, uh, JJ, Sar Nichols, uh, about like 30 of you in the chat. Yeah. Mr. Nice. Mr. Supertastic, uh, oh. all commenting on this. Uh, Dania Diaz and uh, DG all nice. in the chat. Thank you guys so much. We love your support and keep commenting away. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Some new names that, that are in there. Thank you for that, Ryan. We're very excited to have you guys in the chat right now. So uh, keep the conversation going, you guys. Um, we're we're going to continue rolling mm-hmm. with the uh, spinoff Carolyn Daryl show. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it um, really was. It really was. So <laughs> Carolyn Daryl, essentially, uh, Carol is going on a mission. She wants to go by herself. Uh, Daryl's like, no, I'm going to string along. And I do, I do love these two together. They just have this best friend vibe that really just makes me love them even more yeah. if that's even possible um and you know how you were just saying you know everybody needs a little love in mm-hmm. i feel like daryl and carol have that for each other and they've been through a lot a lot and since day one since day one essentially <laughs> yeah and the two of them have just relied on each other and i i love seeing how their relationship has expanded and grown mm-hmm. through all of these years um, and you could really see that on screen with the two of them. I mean, the two actors just in general are just fa- fantastic together. I just love seeing the scenes together with right. them. But in general, the the characters of Carol and Daryl, they're just two special characters mm-hmm. that when they're not together, something is off. Right. You know but what I mean? then when they are, everything is just yeah. perfect Yeah, everything is just perfect. <laughs> uh, so it's nice to see Carol getting some sleep. Yeah. So Daryl pretty much She's got through it She's still stubborn as ever, though. Of course she is. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> um, and Carol has this, you know, she's going on a mission. She tells Daryl that it's to look for Negan. Mm-hmm. Now, when she said this, initially, before you knew anything else, did you believe her? No. Really? No. I did. Really? Yeah, I, I, yes, I did. I didn't believe her because not in one episode did they even have Negan and Carol have, like, a scene together. Carol is never even, like, mentioned Negan, I don't think. Hmm, that's fair. I could be wrong, but not not to my knowledge. I don't even think Carol has mentioned Negan. So it was just a little like, I haven't heard you say a word about Negan. A little and out of now the all of a sudden you want to look for him that out makes, of all people. Yeah. Now listening to you, I'm like, yeah, I guess I was a little naive in, in believing Carol. But I think that she could do no wrong. So I believe <laughs> anyone that goes out of her mouth. Um, so we do find out her true intentions. And 
I thought it was brilliant. She wants to go and actually find Alpha's horde Mm -hmm. and then destroy it. Yeah. Here's my thing. (laughs) Do we think that that's smart? And do you think that she should talk to Michonne about it? Michonne and the council, essentially, before going off on her own. I don't think it was a smart move. Talking to Michonne about it, I think it would have been pointless because Michonne would have said no. Um, I... Like, it's a good idea, but it's mm-hmm. stupid to just do it with her. Yeah. Because at first it was just going to be her. Exactly. If um, Daryl wouldn't have saw... She would have did it by herself. Exactly. And, you know, that's a suicide mission. Yeah. That's so... It's all those walkers and just her. And she wasn't 100% not too long ago. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, I know, I know. I just... Uh, Carol... One of the best characters that have, has ever been written on this show, the, hands down. Yeah, most but character development. Sometimes by far. she, ever since she's lost Henry, she's been lacking in I don't want to say common sense, but she's so fueled on this revenge mm-hmm. that she's willing to put herself and others in danger just to get her immediate need of revenge filled. Right. And it, it's 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 a good character arc for her. I agree with that, but it's dangerous. It is dangerous. I think she knows that it's dangerous. And she she just wants justice for Henry, I of think. Course. And she'll I think that she's prepared to die as long as she gets mm. justice for him. Ooh, that she better not. She better not. I, I really think she is. Oh, I wouldn't like that. Me I don't neither. think anybody would I, like that. I would not that. like that one bit. So we have this really while they're searching for this horde, they have, we have this really intimate moment between Daryl and Carol, which is another moments that I just love with these two. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a relationship talk. Yeah. And Carol pretty much brings up, you know, Daryl's relationship with Connie, mm-hmm. which we've all here been, you know, talking about and speculating about. And Daryl pretty much just puts out the fire on that. He's like, you know, it's not like that. Which confused me like no other because I thought there was something there. And then I'm just like, okay, well, wait, are we going back to a relationship with um, with these two? No. And I don't know because it just seemed like why... Couldn't he give her an answer? If they're so close, why couldn't he say, "Oh, I, I'm just not feeling her," or I, I don't know? Why couldn't he give her a reason except for, "Oh, because I have feelings for you." That's the only reason why I think he wouldn't say anything. I don't know. I think we've established that they are just best friends. I think they established this from this this season because viewers have been like, are they or aren't they? Yeah. And the writers are like, no, they're definitely not. I, that's that's the vibe that I get. Guys in the chat, let us know if you I'm think Daryl so and Carol confused. are fans. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to see him with Connie. I would love to see him with anybody because once again, like you said, mm-hmm. everybody needs a little love. And, you know, Daryl, I mean, Carol says it to him. You know, she's like, you don't have to be alone. And you just being with your dog for all these years yeah. isn't going to cut it at the end of the day. But I'm like, that's if Daryl is happy... Then let the man be. You know Maybe I mean? it's just he's gone through so much in his life. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? I just though, don't Benny? know. I just don't. <laughs> zombie that, apocalypse or not, who hasn't gone just through the a one lot of things? I'm just so confused about. Like, because yeah. I, I really thought there was something there with him and Connie, but I'm, I'm confused now. I don't know. I, maybe he's, maybe he's fibbing. Maybe he doesn't want to, to face that reality just yet. I still have hope. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so Carol has another plan to, you know, cross the border to essentially find and chase the horde. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Daryl wants them to be smart about it, which I completely agreed with him. And the point that he makes to her, just to get a, just to get his point across, was if they make a mistake, if they mess this up, it's not just them who has to pay the price. It's mm-hmm. the entire community, all of the communities, everybody that they know and love right. will have to pay the price if they mess this up. Right. And this is once again going back to my point of Carol just being very selfish and very like yeah. revenge minded mm-hmm. about this whole thing where she really needs to understand if if you screw this up, which they almost did, yeah. and maybe essentially still have done, there is going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not thinking right whatsoever, and you're completely right on that part. I, I just, I don't like how she's handling the situation, mm-hmm. how she's putting everyone else's lives on the line. But I, I, I understand it, but I don't agree with it, because it's for her son that she lost. Do you think she bullies Daryl into doing what she wants, her to, she wants him to do? I don't think she bullies him, but I think she knows she doesn't have to bully him because she knows that he will do mm-hmm. it without even her having to lift a finger. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause she, he loves her so much mm-hmm. as a best friend, um, <laughs> that he will let, yeah, I'm really, you're on that just that point, um, <laughs> that he, he will, he, he really just wants to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. And I don't think he would ever leave her alone. Right. Because like, cause like we said, you know, they've been through too much since day one. Yeah. You know, that's that's his ride or die. Yeah. So he's going to do whatever it needs to take in order for her to be safe. Yeah. So during this whole horde watching and, you know, plan that they have, uh, they get a, they get into a really close call with the, the Whispers and the Walkers, mm-hmm. where Daryl literally has to use the tactic of pretty much the Whispers and cover himself in Walker blood and guts, uh, which is something that they've done before, yeah. uh, to kind of cover himself or to save himself. But the Whispers which really freaked me out in these scenes when they're whispering to each other. It's really creepy. I'm so glad that they, because they haven't done that since, um, they've only done that once when we, it was like the beginning of uh, season. The end of season nine. Yeah. Where we, like, when we were first introduced to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was cool that we got to hear that again. Yeah. I love that. It's really creepy. I it mean, is. it's a creepy in a good way. It's, it's a creepy, really creepy. It gives you like these like crazy chills and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, so Daryl and Carol obviously get separated, but they have a rendezvous spot just in case this happens. Mm-hmm. And Car- Daryl gets back to that spot only to see Carol with a whisper hostage. Mm-hmm. And he essentially asks her, you know, is this what you planned the entire time? Mm-hmm. And she says no. Did you believe her? Oh, come on. Yeah. No, I did not believe her. Like, I, I love her and I want to believe her. I just, in this case, I don't. Yeah. I definitely think she went in there with this, this exact reason. She mm-hmm. wants to, she wants to poke the bear. She wants to, to, she wants Alpha to know what they're up to. Yeah. So that they will attack her. I would have been so mad at her. I would have been like, you put me through all this. I got walker <laughs> blood on my face because of you. Like, come on. I mean, I just, I understand what Carol's going through. I don't, I, I don't understand what Carol's going through. But I can imagine what she's going through. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think that she's doing it in the right way. She's not. And, and Daryl really needs to put an intervention in on her because otherwise it's going to be really bad. Now, do you think they're going to get any kind of information out of this whisperer? Any valuable information? Uh, you know what? I it, he seemed in the previews he seemed very gung ho with not giving out 
any information and these whispers <laughs> seem like they are they're willing to die in order to not give out information yeah. so i don't know how how effective that will be mm. in her capturing him. Well, see, I feel like if she had caught the right one, because if we saw anything from Alpha's group, mm-hmm. the leadership on her part is starting to slip ever since, you know, Lydia ran off with this other group. Mm-hmm. And we've seen some of her followers kind of question her leadership. Yeah. So maybe that's the only tactic they have to play with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to get or trying to break him in that or trying to find a crack in that way mm-hmm. um but uh, other than that i mean i feel the same way you do i don't think these whispers are going to be yeah. talking anytime soon it's just like when um lydia was captured yeah she was yes. very tight-lipped at first very she didn't true. say anything mm-hmm. whatsoever and this is a kid yeah we're talking about a grown adult right yeah. here yeah that's a good point no, that's a good point so i'm excited to see if If Carol and Daryl can fish any information out of him, I guess we'll see. Speaking of Whispers and Alpha, um, Negan gets to meet Beta. Um, One of the most (laughs) anticipated moments, because this is a comic book storyline, you guys. We do know that. Spoiler alert for those of you who didn't. Sorry about that. Um, But yes, Negan essentially wants to join the Whispers. Mm -hmm. And... Alpha wants Beta to test, essentially test Negan. Mm -hmm. Now... Did you think that those tests, were you expecting those tests? No, I thought those tests were just, he was going to have to go through some painful, brutal initiation That's what type I thought of too. thing. But it was, if I'm correct, it was just, they were like cooking a pig. Digging, hunting. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're really the we only- We got to see how they eat now. Because I... remember we had that question, like, yeah. how do they eat? So that's actually pretty smart, Not even too. how do they eat. We knew that they ate. We just didn't know what, what they, they ate. ate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was nice to see them not eat worms for a, yeah. a little while. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. So maybe. what I think what I liked about this is that I like the cracks that we're starting to see in Alpha and Beta's relationship mm-hmm. because Beta questions it very, very quickly. He's like, he's a threat. I don't trust him. And Alpha's the one that's like, you know, we should test him. I want to see, you know, she's more open to things. Mm-hmm. And when he says that he's a threat, Alpha pretty much calls him out on it. And she says, is he a threat to Alpha mm-hmm. or is he a threat to Beta? And I thought. That was one of the smartest... Once again, Alpha is just one of those really, really smart villains. Yeah. Just like Negan. Just like Negan was. Mm -hmm. And their relationship, I think, is starting to fracture. Her and Mm -hmm. Beta's. Do you agree? Oh, 100%. And I think it's because Beta is just very insecure. Mm -hmm. He comes off as like this big, tough guy. No-nonsense type of guy. But he sees this other guy who has all the confidence in the world and Alpha has somewhat of an interest in him. And he doesn't like that because Alpha is just supposed to have an interest in Beta. Yeah. And so that's where his confidence kicks in. Well, it's interesting seeing Beta and how he reacted with Gamma's storyline and the introduction of Gamma as a character. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing Beta and the introduction of Negan and Mm. this other... Not to put a play on words here, but another alpha male, yeah. if you will. And I think what I loved about the introduction of Negan into the Whispers is his sense of humor. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, is they they really played up Negan's character and mm-hmm. who he is as a person. And seeing him interact with the Whispers, who are these really serious, really you know, like we 
we live among the dead and we take everything so seriously. And then it's seeing him come in and he's like, you know, beta with benefits and, you know, the mm-hmm. bald head really gets my, yeah. you know, it, it's just like, it's just so weird and out of place that I, I could never see Negan in the whispers. And that's pretty much what beta says to him is that he's too right. loud. His ego is too big. Mm-hmm. He could never fit in. There was even like music being played yeah. during. I'm like, wait, where this this is out of place right here. Yeah. We're usually listening to like some spooky like instrumental yeah. thing, but he definitely brought the the comedy yeah. on this episode. And yeah, he Negan doesn't fit into the whispers, and I I think he has another plan up his sleeve. Do but... you think that? Well, but first he has to. He has to fit in. He has to fit in. He mm-hmm. has to adjust in order to fit in to enact whatever plan, if he right. indeed has a plan. Do you think that he'd be able to do it? See, that's the interesting thing. Like, Negan is a very smart character. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he knows what he's doing and he knows what he needs to do to get his way. And I was asking myself this while I was watching. I was like, can I see. Negan putting on a dead person's mask. Something simple like that. I could see that he can do that. I just don't see him being quiet. <laughs> I think see, that's the part. I don't even see him. I, I don't even I can't even see him putting on the mask. Really? Yeah, I can't even, but I can't see him doing it, but I know he will do it because he needs to do what needs to be done. Right. He's a survivalist. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he said he said that before in the past and that's how he survived all these years is he does what he has to do Mm -hmm. so Negan has this really close call with the walkers that Mm -hmm. Beta essentially just turns on him yeah Beta clearly did not want Negan there obviously Mm -hmm. um but Negan survives. Not yeah. a surprise there. Mm-hmm. We all knew that he would. Even though yeah. he had a little Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. he was going to survive. And then we see him and this this really intense scene with Alpha. So mm-hmm. he finally gets to meet Alpha. And he essentially tells her, you know, whatever he's got, it's hers. Mm-hmm. And there's this really intense moment where she just tells him to shh. Yeah. In my mind, that was him getting in. Oh, yeah. Like, She's like, you know what? I see something in you. you. This is you. You are one of us, now. right? And the thing is, I think the other whispers are growing fond of him, also. Yes, because there is this one part where Beta wouldn't let him eat, mm-hmm. and this one other whisper snuck him food. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing. That's the thing with Negan. He has this personality that just draws you to him. Yeah, even me as a viewer. I'm drawn to Negan. Like I wanna, I wanna know more about this guy. And he, he's done awful, terrible I things. Know. I'm like, why do I want to get to know this guy? And I know what he, I know what he's done. But he's, he's a very charming yes. person, mm-hmm. and he, he's a leader. Yeah. And people can see that. Yeah. And Alpha can see that also. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm very, same. very excited to see what happens. Uh, so that is our review of season 10, episode 6, Bonds for The Walking Dead, you guys. We're going to move into our segments right now. We're going to start with our MVP segment. Um, our MVP segment is when we pick one character, and it's got to be unanimous, Benny. Um, All right. <laughs> a real MVP. Um, it's got to be unanimous. Uh, our MVP of the episode. So I'm going to shoot it over to you. Who do you think it should huh, be? You know what? I I kind of want to say Negan. Okay. What about you? 
<laughs> you know, as much as much as I gave him crap for, I was gonna say Eugene. Eugene, just because he's so okay. Let me let me state my case. He's just so brilliant. Yeah, like he does have his socially awkward, and you know he's not socially adept. But to take satellite parts and put him on a radio, I just think he's just so brilliant, and that's going to help them along in, yeah, in the long run. Yeah, but you have okay. So yeah, he has done that, but I think what he's doing weighs more than just building satellite parks because he's potentially putting His everyone at risk. risk. I know, I thought at about least, that. At least with Negan, and we don't know really what Negan, right. what his plan is, but at least we know for a fact that he's out to do, that he's that he wants to join these mm-hmm. people, and that's his plan, and he, he got, he, he was able to do that. That's true. Alright, fine, we'll say Negan. Yes! We'll say Negan. You won. You Woo! won. Fine. Negan is our MVP, but let us know who you guys thought was the MVP of the episode. If you agree with Negan, if you don't, <laughs> maybe some people thought Eugene, too. Um, oh, Eugene's my favorite. Let us I love the guy. Know. Um, so let's get to our favorite kill segment. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for that wonderful sound. By the way, real quick, yes. uh, we've had, we have five people in the chat saying Negan, MVP. Oh, okay, great. So everybody agrees with nice. you, Benny. Nice. nice. Awesome. Thanks, thank guys. you, Ryan. Um, so let's get to our favorite kill segment. Who do you think, or who do you, who was your favorite kill for the episode? Um, I would have to say, I would just have to say Negan when he was just trying to escape yeah. all those zombies. Yeah. You know, even though we didn't see him killing every single zombie, he was still able to do it. True. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Daryl's. I'm gonna say Daryl when he he pretty much essentially, you know, disabled the the walker and then cut yeah, its guts open. Like we didn't see the... him kill it, but we know that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just thought that was a brilliant idea to use that. In a pinch because yeah. he was in a really tough situation. So that was my favorite kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know who you guys thought was your favorite kill. Um, we're going to move on to some news and gossip. Yes, let's do it. After Buzz TV News. All right, so this one was pretty interesting. So we've talked about uh, Beta before mm-hmm. and how uh, there were Easter eggs in Fear of the Walking Dead of what his what his past, what he was like in his past. Yeah. And so we found out that he was uh, this famous country singer. Mm -hmm. Well, there was an Easter egg, I want to say, in last week's episode about uh, Beta's past as well. And also another Easter egg with uh, Emily Kenny, who played Beth. Beth. Yeah. So two Easter eggs. So it started out. There she is. There's our girl. Yeah. So it started out with uh, Yamiko and Magna. They were listening to a record. You remember that part? They were listening to a record. This is the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last. I think it was the last episode. And there's a there's a person singing. That song is actually called "The Turtle and the Monkey," which is actually Emmy, Emily Kenny's single. No way. Yeah, crazy, oh, right? Look at that. So obviously, it wasn't Emily Kenny singing, right. but some are speculating that it was uh, Beta. Interesting. Singing because he was a. It were it's he's allegedly right uh, a country singer in his past. Yeah, 
That's actually pretty so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool I mean, out. anything that you, that news and gossip that involves Beth, I'm all about. Oh, I, Beth one of my was favorite. my favorite. I love Beth. I screamed at the TV when oh, she died. Oh, yeah. I think we all did. I'm not over it yet. <laughs> no, who is? Um, that's great. That's great news and gossip. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Benny. Man. Thank you for that. Um, those Beth fans that are out there, I'm sure appreciate that as well. <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly. like I do. Uh, let's get into some predictions, you guys. Your After Buzz TV predictions. So, I know you said that you had a prediction earlier. About... Yes, I wish I wrote it down. I know. I knew you were going to forget, and I was going to tell you right <laughs> now. It was, we were talking about Rosita, and if that jogs your memory. If not, give me some other predictions. All right, I have so many, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you do. So, I think uh, Rosita is not going to make it oh, through this. Oh, okay. Yeah, just drop that bombshell. Thanks, I really, I No, and you know what? It bums me out, because I, I love Rosita as a character, but I don't think that she's going to make it out of this alive. No way. Um, I think that Negan is just faking all of it. I don't mm-hmm. think he really wants to join them. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Ah, I had so many. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah. I definitely agree with you That's about it. Negan. I definitely think that he's in this for his other group. I think that he's mm-hmm. in, a redemption, in a redemption mission where he wants to finally prove to Alexandria and Hilltop and everybody over there that he has changed and if he can take down one of the biggest threats since him himself right. that they've had then that would give him a lot of bonus points right I don't agree with Rosita I, I don't think that we're gonna lose her I think it's gonna be a very close call came back okay we'll go to it in a second I think it's gonna be a very close call with Rosita I think we're gonna lose other people uh-huh but I don't think that we're going to lose Rosita really? just yet. I don't see why they would kill her off. I think she's just had a baby. Like she's got all these other mm-hmm. love interests involved, and yeah. I don't. I don't see why they would kill her. What were you going to say? Um, so I think uh, the other doctor. What if he is the reason why everyone is sick? Dante. Yeah. Mm. What if he? What if he's a whisperer and he's like undercover? That. That that would take me by surprise and would be a really awesome twist, only because of what we saw with Alpha and Gamma in the la- last episode when she was like, you should use this relationship exactly. with Aaron to try to get your way in, like to infiltrate mm-hmm. that group. So if they had already done that with Dante, that would be brilliant. And we've seen how normal Alpha can act when she's in disguise, yeah. you know? I don't know. I disagree. I don't think that... It's a good, it's a good prediction. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that Dante... Is is that far into the whispers? Okay, he's a weird, and I don't trust him. But I don't, I don't think that he's that <laughs> far into the whispers. Uh, so those are our predictions, you guys. Let us know your predictions. That is our review of season ten, episode six, Bonds by the Walking Dead from the Walking Dead. Uh, Benny, where can our, can our fans find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on all social media at Benny J Adams. It was so much fun. Can't wait for uh, next week. You guys can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. We will see you guys next week, same day, same time. See you guys later. Have a good week, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 